Welcome back to Metal Beer and Bullshit. Grab a beer, grab a seat, and enjoy some metal, beer, and steaming piles of bullshit. say take a left turn if you will and uh talk to someone that makes the nectar that makes this show run the the lifeblood of this show it's we always want to sit down with a brewer and we got mark here from willow creek thank you very much for coming on <laughs> thanks for coming here <laughs> not a problem um first the first thing i want to go into um you were in the military Mm-hmm. Um, what branch were you in? I was in the Air Force for ten and a half years, and then I transferred to the Army, uh, and then I did twenty-eight in the Army. Well, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, your wife uh, Joanne works here with you. Yes. Um, was she in the service too, or no? No, she was a teacher. So she taught up until last August, and then she retired. Uh, she taught for Springford School District. Okay. And uh, she taught third grade. So. She, uh, when we first opened, we opened December of uh, 20, and um, right when the governor shut everybody down. <laughs> Wasn't part of my business plan, but it ended up being. Um, so from roughly the end of December to uh, June, whenever she was done with school, she was working roughly, she took care of her mom who had Alzheimer's also, so she was roughly working about a 105 hours a week with travel time. Holy, holy. So she was like, can I retire? I'm like, yeah, I think we can swing it. So <laughs> she retired. Um, where did you find your your love for craft beer? Um, when I was in the Air Force, I was in active duty Air Force and I got out in the late 80s, so 86, 87. And I wanted to keep drinking all the beers that I drank all over the world. And they just didn't exist in the United States. You had uh, Sierra Nevada back then, uh, Anchor Steam, the guys out in the West Coast, some that were doing stuff, you know, Sam Adams up here. But um, I just started homebrewing so I could still get good beer. And this was the late 80s, and I was making West Coast IPAs then, and people were like, this is terrible. <laughs> How can you drink this? And I'm like, it's, that's awesome. You feel it? See the nose and everything? They're like, no, it smells like wet carpet. <laughs> I'm like, wet carpet, okay. Yeah, that's what they, if I ever create a hop, I'm going to name it wet carpet. <laughs> so uh, were you always uh, from running or? No, no. I uh, was born in Pittsburgh. And then I think I was maybe three. We moved to Johnstown, you know. The part of the rust belt of right. the manufacturer. And then my dad uh, worked for Bethlehem Steel, or as some people around here Bethlehem, Bethlehem <laughs> Steel. And uh, uh, he lost his job when they did some steel cutbacks back in the 70s. And uh, we moved to Westchester. So I actually finished my junior and senior year in Westchester East. And then uh, worked there for a couple of years and then went into the military when I was 20. 
Um, my, now I want to get into the brewing aspect here. Uh, do you, you, you brew alone? Mostly. Some people come every once in a while and help me out, and, and uh, Joanne comes down there and, and just pops her head in and goes away. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to say she brews, but you know, she, uh, she brews whenever she has to. She's the coach. Yes. Well, she's the boss. Okay. I, people, I, people say, oh, are you one of the owners? I'm like, really? She's the owner. I just sweep up. <laughs> Um, what going into the brewing aspect? What is your favorite style to brew? Uh, top fermented ales. I hate I hate making lagers. I'll make them every once in a while, but I just don't like making them. Uh, they're a little different. Um, they're just they're heavy management. Ales oh, yes. are ales are just you know you make them. They're like a dog. Okay. You can abuse them. They'll come back and they're like, "Yay, I'm here." <laughs> hey, can we go for a walk? <laughs> um, you know, loggers are like cats. You cross them once, and they'll never talk to you again. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I lost myself because that was so funny. <laughs> so, uh, for some of the beers uh, that you do have here at, at Willow Creek um, are named after movies and, uh, like, really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Obscure parts of a movie. Where does this come from? Um, it's my love of old movies and retro and, and everything like that. But Joanne names most of the beers because I'm not allowed to name beers. <laughs> because whenever I go to name a beer, I'm like, this this beer, I want to call this beer Fred. <laughs> She's like, Fred? No, you can't name a beer Fred. I'm like, why not? People come in, I'll have a Fred. She goes, no, we're not going to do that. So the closest I got to was Farmer Fred. Yeah. So now I know, now I do know uh, who named the one. Uh, Should have listened to Joe. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. I thought that might have been you. I thought. Yeah. That that was me. Yeah. <laughs> or, I actually no, it was her. Actually, it was her friend Karen. Actually, that named that one. She said, you know, should have listened to Joe. All right. <laughs> um, in the meantime, now, uh, like, what movies did, did some of these beers come from for people that don't know? Um, like Gumdrop Buttons came from Shrek. So when people come in here and they're like, can I have the uh, ginger cinnamon beer? I'm like, yeah, sure, if you name it. <laughs> they're like, what do you mean? you got to say it. They're like, not the gumdrop buttons. I'm like, no. I'm like, what is, what is it? I'm like, not the gumdrop buttons. And they're like, oh, it clicks. But the worst one was that we had uh, Bill Murray's birthday is September 21st. So... We did Carl Spackler Day on September 21st because that's his character from Caddyshack. So we had three beers. We had Cinderella Story, which was a pineapple. No, I'm sorry. It was a pumpkin apple that had fairy dust in it. <laughs> and uh, and then we did a Judge Smales, and we did the Billy Baru. Billy Baru was really good. Yes. So people will come in. They're like, "Can I have the Billy Barrow?" I'm like, oh my god, you never saw Caddyshack? And they're like, uh, yeah, like a long time ago. I'm like, it's the Billy Baru. Billy, 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 Billy. Billy. And they're like, they're like, maybe we should go. <laughs> this was your, your first brew pub, though. Yeah. I had a brewery back in Westchester in the uh, early 90s. So it wasn't, it wasn't a tap room, so it was just a production brewery. But it just never quite got off the ground. The... Uh, Manufacturers, equipment manufacturers, and um, 
the legislation that was around brew pubs and, and brewers, small brewers like that just was not real conducive to, you know, and to get equipment, you know, I need a quarter million dollars to do everything out right. And I, I still don't have that money. Okay. <laughs> so, I probably spent that on beer, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know how much money we all would have if we wouldn't buy so much beer? Yes. I mean, Sean and I alone, if we would stop buying beer and music... We might have a the beer, music, and cigarettes. You probably, you, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm married to a Scottish woman, so the money I spend on alcohol alone can fucking fund it a small army. <laughs> she has now since taken the working out route and not drinking as much. So that Toby Keith song, you ain't as much fun since yeah. I stopped drinking. <laughs> Uh, back back to here in, in West Reading. Um, what are your top selling beers? Ugly Dog is our top selling beer. That's our hazy IPA. Uh, everybody seems to love the hazy. Other than that, we were drinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everybody loves the hazy IPA. I think next is Brooks, and then our experimentals pop in there whenever they last as long as they do. We have currently have uh, uh, the Strawberry Fields Forever, which we brewed four times this past summer because it was such a high demand. And then I brewed it in time for Valentine's Day. It hit by uh, February 20th. <laughs> so I was a little off on my timing there. Oh, you had that with the uh, Oktoberfest beer, too. Yes, yes. The Oktoberfest came on the last day of October. <laughs> it was still, still October. October yeah. It was still October. It was very good, too. I, lo- I, I loved it. I didn't get a chance to get a crowd or bring it to the show. Mm. Oh, I uh, still have some cans. Oh, okay. Some cans down there, yeah. Well, speaking, speaking of our, our show, we had the West Reading IPA on. For uh, one of uh, one of the reviews, uh, yes. and uh, Juan, who's not with us today, um, he's known to not like the IPAs so much. He's he's grown into them, and he really did enjoy that one a lot. Good. Yeah, Juan likes his high gravity beers. Mm-hmm. Like he's really into like basically barley wines. Like that's his thing. Yeah, he wants to get it done quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I was over at Chatty's the other day, and John was there, and he talked about one beer. And I, I have it downstairs. I had it downstairs. And he's like, it was a triple. Oh, the triple Belgian. Uh, no, I don't know. No, it was an IPA. Oh, okay. And, and uh, I thought he said 9.3. And I came back here and, and, and gave it to one of my friends. I think it's not 9.3. And they read the label. It's like 11.4. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, you can have one of them. <laughs> once, you get, once you get past like the, the double digits, you might as well just go, all right, I'm, I'm done for the day. Yeah. Two of these, and I'm not moving off the couch. Yeah, I give up. Yeah. Somebody else is driving. I love those, but yeah, let's. I I can't drink them in public because, well, you've seen me a few times after I've had a few of those uh, high octanes. Um, You donate uh, money to the Jennings Foundation for every part of the Brooks. Uh, How did this come about? Um, Brooks Jennings uh, was a friend of mine that. I actually was his high school wrestling coach when I was down in station in uh, Langley, Virginia, down in uh, Tidewater area, Virginia, and we had remained friends. He, I think, I was twenty, maybe I was twenty, twenty-one, and he was nineteen, a senior in high school. So we stayed friends, and I ended up hiring him for a company that I was running up in uh, Buffalo, New York, and then I came back to Westchester. He came back to Westchester got married to a girl, the local girl in there. He moved into a nice neighborhood right by uh, Westchester East High School and then 
he had a nightmare of a neighbor who was very anti-Trump, and my buddy Brooks was very pro-Trump, very, he loved to talk politics, and uh, did not get along, and then the neighbor came over one night and shot him dead. Oh, Jesus. And then stood over top of him while his eight-year-old boy and his wife looked out the window and double-tapped him in the forehead. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it was a bit of a shock. Um, we had just been with him that day. He came up and we had an event at the Reading Phillies. We had a kegs and eggs at the Reading Phillies. And I called him that night. I'm like, hey, did you get back? He goes, oh, I'm running to AT&T, get a new phone. He goes, blah, blah, blah. So he says, I'll catch up with you tomorrow. And then his his wife called me the next day. And I'm, I'm like, what? So it's actually kind of hard to talk about. But he, uh, she set up a, a fund or a... Foundation. Foundation to honor him and to help families that lose their fathers so they can continue their traditions and stuff like that. So a dollar for every port of that goes to that. And there's a couple of golf tournaments every year that they do in honor of him. Yeah. I, I never knew this story. Yeah. And uh, I will be donating for two of you guys now for that. Uh, wow, that's another reason to drink that beer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Easter is coming up and you have the... Uh, well, to jump to the next question after that, <laughs> um, you got the uh, chocolate bunny beer. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what goes into the chocolate bunny beer? It's trade secrets. I can't <laughs> tell you guys that. Um, we use a lot of chocolate malt. We chocolate use bunnies. Little, yes, chocolate bunnies. Auto chocolate bunnies. We use those. And we use uh, a lot of black patent. And it's just, you know, it's a, this right balance, right formula we got. It took me a while to tweak it, but it works out well. And speaking of, um, so Hollow Chocolate Bunnies is named after my mother-in-law, which uh, she was born on Easter, so she was always called Bunny. Hmm. And so everybody, you know, they always called her Bunny, Bunny Schlichtig. And um, so, so much that I was married to my wife for like three or four years. I'm like, what's my mom's real name? <laughs> like Rosemary. I'm like, oh, I'm like, she goes, nobody ever calls her that. So... Um, she had Alzheimer's. She had Alzheimer's. She suffered for, for 15 years, and she just passed away a few weeks ago. But Joanne used to go down and take care of her two or three nights a week and give her dad a break because um, it was like they kept her home. They didn't put her into a home. Okay. They kept her at home, and it extended her life a lot. But um, the uh, she always loved stouts and Guinness, and she always loved the dark beers. So we named it for Hollow Chocolate Bunny. So we actually do a dollar pour that goes to Alzheimer's research. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I know Sean had a couple of brewing questions for you, and I'm going to give you give him the mic now. Are they're not ridiculously crazy brewing questions? <laughs> I was kind of curious, like through all this with exports being such a pain in the ass through COVID, how did you do with malt? Like, what kind of you get? Mostly, I tried to source as local as I could get. Um, you'd be surprised how many malt houses are in PA or close to here. And uh, they're able, you know, you couldn't get the weird grains. You couldn't get the stuff that was blessed by, you know, Pope and everything like that. But you could get regular pale ales and darks. And, so you're getting all your base malts, no problem. Yeah, yeah. well, I have such a, I require such a small amount. I usually can just, you know, hit up John over at Chatty Monks. I'm like, I need this and this and this and this. He's like, okay, go get it. <laughs> Here's your bill. <laughs> yeah, right. That's. That's not bad. At least then you, because I know a lot of people were struggling to get certain things. Cans. 
cans when we first started, cans were really hard to get. So we have a crawler machine downstairs in October, and and we first, I mean, it was like, they were hard to get, and they were expensive. Hmm. They were like 25, 35 cents a piece. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what about hops? Was that an issue, or was that hops? still not too bad? No. What's really funny was when I first started brewing um, in the late 80s, I, I think there was maybe 20, 30 varietals of hops. There was, you know, Fuggles, and there was, you know, and Cascade was a big, you know, a big one. And Centennial was like, oh, it's a monster Cascade. And now, you can't swing a dead cat and not hit a cop grower. We ended up using um, uh, Fawn Hill Hop Yard here locally in Berks County. They're over by uh, Payalo's Pizza. Yeah. Yeah, so you go right past there, and you'll see their hop vines in the spring. Oh, right. So they, oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. It's really great to go there whenever they do their harvest because they have food and beer, and you sit there and uh, pull all the, the stems and sticks and everything else out of the cone hops, and I'm telling you, your hands for the, for like a day, you're like, oh, my <laughs> hands smell so good. <laughs> well, Don't I, touch me. I can't walk my hands. I had a friend that ran Birdsboro Wastewater Treatment, and he was he was the guy that got me into brewing, and he would he had hot vines all along the back fence. Like he was growing them at, at the, the wastewater treatment. Yep. And so he they were poop driven. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. So take biosolids out. There you go. And fertilize the vines. You know, and that's I mean his his hops were amazing, and he always he carried a bag with him of fresh hops everywhere. Do we have stirs that are straws? No. Don't have any. I just want to make sure. So when we were out of town, someone used them all and didn't tell us. I put it on the list. I was it see on the list? list? I didn't see any list. I don't think Joe saw any list. So we're in the middle of a podcast, Amy. Nice. <laughs> You're on it now. That's what this one's going to yeah, be. The help. Yes, that's the name of this whole podcast. This is this is Mark Hamlin. He yells at the help all the time. Scandal. Yeah, this is going right to TMZ. Just yeah, so exactly. You know. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but the, the, when we go to Hop uh, Fawn Fawn Hill Hop Yard, it was great to go out there because you're, you're sitting there pulling the stems, and and the, a guy comes, he, the guy that owns it comes over, and he's like, "All right, just make sure you get all the sticks, sticks and stems and seeds out." I'm like, "That sounds very familiar. <laughs> it's cool. I'm familiar with this. <laughs> I can do this. I've done this a lot." <laughs> Which I haven't because I was in the military. <laughs> but now that I'm retired, I'm thinking about it. Thinking well, about they have cards for that now. Yeah, yeah, they have cards for that. You could probably grow that at the wastewater treatment plant. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> Those are hops. I'm not even going to say what grows in our digesters. <laughs> probably mushrooms. Oh, I wish. <laughs> that's, that's my other thing. Truffles. Beer and morel mushrooms and chanterelles. Those are the... Yeah, uh, I remember reading an article one time by um, Charlie Papazan, mm-hmm. and uh, he was saying one of the best beers he ever had was a mushroom beer. Well, I believe that. And I'm like, that would just uh, all so earthy and earthy. Yeah, I mean, the earthiness from a mushroom and the malt from malt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a guy out in um, oh, where is he? Well. On the, out near Harrisburg, but he has a, a small little um, operation, and he's been at the Reading Phillies for the beer nights, 
and he has a garlic mushroom something beer and I'm like I'll try it I'm like oh yeah this is great I walk away I'm like oh my god that's just like it would be good to make a soup out of it yeah I don't know I don't have that kind of poker face like he would hand to me like the anticipation and immediately see the disgust <laughs> on my face and I, I would feel terrible so I just wouldn't drink it yeah well I didn't I kind of walked over and just kind of yeah, that was before I was there but that that's the you know a lot, we do a lot of tastings here so people come up and they'll do a taste and uh, you know I love to see the faces because some of the beers that I make are, are tend to be on the sweet end so they'll say, you know, they're not used to that coming from beer and they'll be like you can't see this on radio but they make these weird faces and I'm like oh or they'll say that oh that's not bad <laughs> I'm like not bad that's what I'm going for when I brew beer. Oh, that was it. Yeah, just bad. every person wants to hear it. Okay, well, at least it wasn't shit, I guess. <laughs> yes. I mean, and I went, we went up to an event up in Schuylkill County, and people were there, and uh, they were trying the beers. And I swear, 90% of, well, that's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. Well, it's not getting any longer. Yeah. I'm <laughs> out of my comfort zone, my dogger. And, um, so I came back down here, and then I gave a sample to a guy like the next week, and the, and the guy goes, oh, that's not bad. I'm like, are you from Schuylkill County? He goes, yes, I am. I'm like, I could tell. <laughs> You're a scoop. You're a not bad scoop. Not that I want to offend yeah, anybody yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, you can pick out cold crackers pretty quick. <laughs> yes. I mean, they're not, well, depends on how many teeth they have. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was I was married to a coal cracker. Let me see, that's half my family, so I'm all right. Well, as long as, long as you're being Boilo, you're always forgiven for everything. Oh, I love Boilo. Well, the uh, Hillbilly Hooch has a Boilo, and, and I I thought about doing it in the fall and getting it, making it warm, and I guess, but that just just I think would attract all the scoops, and they'd be smell that. You're like, well, do y'all have Boilo? <laughs> well, you know they do. Is it Jim's in there off of uh, near the stadium? Jim's Pub, they do a boiler contest every year. Oh, like no, right around not, not Jim, Jim's, uh, it's uh, oh. Pete's. No, yeah, Pete, Pete's the owner. Oh, uh, yeah, um, right there behind Mike's. 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 That's Mike's. Mike's, Mike's. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they have a boiler contest. Yeah. Every year, they have, like, people bring in all their boiler, and they see that. I love going boiler. in there, but I always like feel very crowded. I've always been in there. Like, I've only been there once. I've never been in there. Oh, it's great. They, they have, great. like, a bottle cap, a deer head made out of bottle caps. <laughs> And it has like so the best. It's a great dive bar. It's a great bar, and uh, tons they of craft beer. Tons of craft beer. Yeah, it's a great place to go. That's awesome. That's they have bands in there. Yeah, yeah. Which you're like, oh, okay, hi. That's how I found out. A guy I work with plays in a band, and they play in there every year. And he, he was telling me about the Christmas, like right around Christmas time, they do the boiler contest. Boil contest. Yeah, that's awesome. Once so they have people come in, and oh wow, with their family. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I mean, that's. I'll cut that part out so it doesn't get out. <laughs> you can throw that in as a surprise. Um, I mean, I think we're pretty spoiled for choice around here when it comes to craft beer. Um, is there any other breweries that you have a particular fondness for? Do, do, if you ever love breweries and love going to them and want to end it really quick in your life, open a brewery. <laughs> because... The only time I get to go anywhere is if we're on vacation or if another brewery happens to be open on Sunday because our, our bartender, Amy, works on Sundays and Tuesdays. So we theoretically, it never really works, but theoretically we have Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday off. So it doesn't work that way. 
And uh, I, I love to go. I, I love uh, the Blood Orange IPA from Oak Brook. Mm. Uh, John over at Chatty just does stuff that just blows me away. I walk over there and brew with him. And I, I walk around and I feel like my arms get really long and my knuckles drag on the ground. And I'll be like, cool beer, hop yeast. <laughs> and he's like up here with you talking about this and you do this and that. I'm just like, you're a savant. Shut up. You make me feel dumb. But uh, he's, uh, so then, yeah, and a broken chair has great beers. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand the beer wall is broken. Well, oh, really? The beer wall is broken. What's broken? I don't know something with the down system. Probably broken. They only had cocktails. That can't be fucking shit. Uh No, we need scandal. For those five people that listen. Um, wow, that's wild. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. I didn't know that. And, and someone comes in and says, well, yeah, the, 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 they said something, I said something to the girl. They're like, it's broken. I'm like, what do you mean it's broken? That can't be cheap. No. Oh, shit, man. Tap systems are not a... No, oh, especially the one that they have. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I did see one on Facebook, you know, because beer seems to pop up in my feed all the time. Oh. I don't know why. That and, and hair loss stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think they could really see me. Um, oh, they can see you. It was, it, was, <laughs> it was in China, China or Japan, and you, you put the, the pint glass on, it... It, the machine tilted the pint glass, poured it, and then came up and it had, it was probably an inch from the top and it had no head. And then it was like, and, and it put a, a inch of head on top of it. And I'm like, it was all automatic. I'm like, I am obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> what is the price tag of that? Oh yeah, that machine. Yeah. Your first, your first child and half of your second. Give it a couple weeks. You'll find an old wish for like 30 yeah. bucks, 40 bucks, something like that. We have to buy 72 of them. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, there's that. But, but yeah, I love going to, we were just in Key West last week and uh, they had, uh, we went to Isla Murata Brewing Company and there was a, there's a brewery in, there's only one in Key West so that we went to that one and then, um, where else did we go? Jillian and stuff I'm just like beer that way let's so my wife some stuff my wife was doing we ended up out in LA a lot we were I think we're out there like seven times and there's a particular brewery in, in West Hollywood that I've gotten hammered there so many times I don't remember the name <laughs> but I can tell you where it's at like I can get to it but they're an amazing brewery like it's it's an old bank that they built a brewery oh, into nice. like and it sits like on a triangle and they have like so much space because it's like narrow, you know, it's narrow in the front, but then gets wider and wider yeah. as it goes back. And it has these cool. huge fucking fermenters in there. I mean, it's it's amazing. I'll have to come up with the name for you. Like, I'd have to look. I was out one. It was San Luis Obispo. I was out there for military duty, and one of the um, breweries out there was Central Coast Brewery. So it was literally our hotel was here. The Holiday Inn was here. That the military put us in to here, and it was like not even a half a block was a brewery. I'm like, hey, and I went and like the second day, hey Mark, how are you? I'm like, oh good, good. <laughs> I was there for like a week, and they're like, oh, and like you got you got money off if you wore uh, swag from them. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you have that in that shirt. Oh, you got that shirt. I got the underwear on. <laughs> I have the thong on today. 
I don't know. Every time I go back to that place, they're like, oh, it's you. So I don't know what I did. I don't even. Oh, it's a beer. Yeah, no, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. It's like, oh, you. <laughs> it's like when I come in here. <laughs> yeah, we love you. <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're supporting him. Yeah. He, he even came in when we were not having the Irish Red. Yeah. Oh. Came in then, yes. Well, that's yes. pretty good then. If you got him in here when there was yeah. no Irish Red. And he seems to have an affection. I think that's what. No, so now the West Running Midday. I did have a Red Bull earlier. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, we're I think we're pretty spoiled. I mean, everything in West Reading, there's not a, a, a bad brewery on West in West Reading. No. We got Funk up in Emmaus, Saucony in Kutztown, which I mean that brewer came from Russian River, so that's his yeah. pedigree, you know. And I I have not had a bad beer from any of our local local breweries. I don't think any, I don't think we've yeah, uh, all the ones that were all the ones that we've reviewed. Um, I don't remember anyone in particular being bad, and I tried to get our beers more than like something from mm-hmm. out of out of the state. Um, the one question I did want to ask is: of all the the breweries that we have here in Reading right now, and in Berks County in general, um, yes, my favorite is Willow Creek. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not saying anything to you know, you know pump you up here but it's one of my favorites <laughs> but uh anywho um when they do the beer fest and stuff like that uh, hopefully we'll get one this summer um are you guys going to be part of those oh yes oh yes um we actually and i could probably talk about it here because you said you have like six people that listen to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. um we are going into a uh Business arrangement or reciprocal with, teaming up with teaming up with Fowler's Pretzels in the city. That's my text. Okay, I was like Fowler's Pretzel in the city, and uh, we're gonna make another pretzel beer, and we're having a couple events out here to where they're gonna try to launch some of their new flavors and have a tasting here. Oh, nice! The one of the guys that one of the ownerships over there is part of the Reading United, so we're going to have a Steal the Glass night with the Reading United. We do have a Steal the Glass this Wednesday. Okay, so I was wondering, do you want me to explain what Steal the Glass is? Yes. Please, because I'm, okay. I'm sitting there going, I, I've been... In case the blank look didn't give it away. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been to a few, a few places and gotten a little drunk and have stolen a glass. What? If you get busy, call myself up. I'll come down. The boss is here. Everybody quiet. The boss is here. I'm smoking weed up here. I can smell it. And for anybody that didn't know, that was the boss, Joanne, walking by. Oh, oh God, you guys are on a... We're on a podcast. Sorry. Love ya. So, uh, um, oh, so Steal the Glass Light is... So we team up with local charities, local groups, and it's most Wednesdays, and we... From 6 to 10, they get a dollar off all of our pours, so they bring in all their, and then we hopefully get regulars come in and stuff like that, and then we get glasses that have our logo on it and the group's logo on the other side, and we encourage you to steal the glass, but then the charity or the group works the doors and they try to catch a steal on the glass, and if they catch a steal on the glass, you have to come and pay for it, and the money goes to the charity. Oh my god, I'm a fucking pro at this. I used to steal pint glasses in Scotland all the time. I would get hammered and I would get hammered and steal pint glasses. I'm not telling you how I did it. 
because I might have to participate in this. He walks a little funny. But, yeah, it smells. Yes. It smells. They of stink. Mud. They stink so bad. <laughs> they have to be washed. Well, <laughs> whenever we first opened up, so we 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 went out. And we looked at, at getting uh, Willow Creek glassware and everything like that. And I'm and I'm looking. And I'm like, oh my! It's like the cost of the glassware isn't that exorbitant, but shipping it. It doubles the price of the glass. So, uh, you know, $2 glass is now $4 because they have to ship it because glass is so effing heavy. And um, so, it's Joanna and I turned to her. She goes, we have a lot of glasses in the basement. You know, let's just support everybody and have everybody's glasses and not have our glasses and then save our glasses for an event or something like that. And so, we did that. And so it, it stems back to when Joanne and I first started dating. She, she, I'm in her house and she's like, I have a little bit of a problem. I'm like, oh no, she's a cross dresser or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, and she opens up a kitchen cabinet and she has, you know, 20, 20 pint glasses in there. She goes, I have a little bit of a problem. I'm like, <laughs> no, you don't. So I, next time she comes to my house, I open up the center island in my kitchen, which is five cabinets. Three shelves in each cabinet, glasses triple stacked on each shelf. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't have a problem. I have a problem. So that was, you know, so it, and and I saw a post on Facebook the other day, and they talked about, you know, don't steal glasses from people because it ends up costing and everything. And I was like, it's, you know, I I'd much rather have my somebody use my glass for juice in the morning, and they say, oh, Willow Creek. You know that type of thing, or they you know do a steel glass night. So the one we have this Wednesday is the Eastern Pennsylvania Girl Scouts. So we're supporting them. So we actually have Girl Scouts here on Wednesday night selling cookies, and then yes, and then we're doing a beer pairing. Oh, jeez, cookies! Ah, nice. So we have the Caramel Delights, which is going to pair with the Caramel Delight cookie. We've got. Uh, the toasted French toast one with our toasted lager. Um, the lemon one is going to be with the ugly dog. And then the chocolate, uh, no, the peanut butter cookie is going to be with the hollow chocolate bunnies. Oh, that's great. So it would be a flight and you'll have a cookie on each one of your beers. Oh, cool. Yeah, I did that with wine, with Girl Scout cookies and wine one time. Yeah, I tried a beer. That's cool. Hmm. I think I may have to come out of retirement on a Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, really, I mean, are you even into beer if you don't have an exorbitant amount of glasses? I, I, I think but you have to have it. Like, it's legally, shit, it's a know? legal responsibility. Yeah, you, know, I, you have I to. Agree. And one for every style of beer. You have to fill oh, yes. their glasses. And, and then you, know, you can actually go to the garage sale and you're like, oh, I have two of these. I can spare one, <laughs> but it, it's eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually do it like uh, because. I still have an affection of acquiring things, and it would be in the kitchen of the cabinet. She's like, "You have to clean this cabinet out." I'm like, "Why?" She goes, "There's too many glasses in here." So, go get some glasses. I put them on a counter downstairs. I'm like, "Free, take, take." Them. I remember seeing those. <laughs> that, and then the um, koozies. Yeah, I get koozies every time I go to the craft brewers conference or something like that. Every every booth has like a koozie and opener and all that sort of and stuff. And you can't help yourself. Oh no! I'm like, oh, an opener. Ooh. I'm like that with stickers. <laughs> exactly. Well, if you you saw the door downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and then my refrigerator at home is is worse. Jeez. Oh, I have pens from trade shows. Do you? Pens. 
I got more fucking pens than a pen manufacturer has. It's ridiculous. Like they come to you. They all dry up, and like when you need one, they're all fucking dried up. You can't use any of them because they've been sitting around so long in the kitchen. But but I got a lot of the things like that. So back to back to Willow Creek, uh, the the bar here. You have events all the time, um, uh, live bands. uh, Tell us what, what what goes into those. Uh, we try to get all the local ones that have a following. Because, you know, we are in business and we'd like them to pay for themselves. <laughs> so if they bring a following, then people drink and then works out better. We had Cody Cody Tyler on Friday night. He's a uh, country western singer. It was place was packed. Wow. Yeah, and it was great. And we have great bands. We had uh, Cooler Full of Beer, who's a great band. Um, Die Tired came in here and... We had them out in the tent out back, and it was 28 degrees outside. <laughs> we had them in the tent, which maybe made the borough of West Reading mad. But um, we had heaters out there and everything else, and I think it was like 48 degrees. 100 people in the tent jumping up on the tables, and then I'm just like, I love this. <laughs> like, I, I would do that every Friday if I could. But... Uh, to get, get the local guys I have a guy that I know a guy that said does metal trivia but he said he wouldn't come here to do that <laughs> don't know what you're talking about <laughs> don't know what you're talking about there Bruce but um, <laughs> other than that um, what else do you got coming up on the horizon there uh, we have uh, well actually I'm brewing down today as I'm brewing the Pogamathon and that would be? That is the peppermint patty beer for St. Patrick's Day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pogwathon in Gaelic means kiss my arse. Oh, interesting. You would know that. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know Gaelic. Oh, okay. So we do that, and then uh, yesterday I brewed a um, uh, Irish black ale. Ooh, so, on. Yes. Yeah, so that'll be ready for St. Patrick's Day. So we'll have a couple beers. Um, last year, the Pogwathon... Lasted eight hours. Holy I had a keg and a half, so I had five or six sixtals. Eight hours, it was gone. So in other words, if you want it, get here quick. Yes, it's a lot like the um, uh, stro- white chocolate covered strawberry. That that seemed to go very quickly. Yeah, I remember when that first came out. Yeah, we made a point to get here. I think we got close to the end of it. <laughs> well, there's it's on tap right now. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. so the white very, man that I'm here. It's very. It's very. Also, you have to take her home and crack a crowler. There you go. Yeah, I should do that. She's yeah. in a bad mood, so. But it might make it better. I might. Just kind of slide it in. Beer makes uh, everything This better. is for Mark. Okay. <laughs> he said this is for make you happier. <laughs> but uh, I want to say thanks again for having us on. You've yeah. been a riot. Um, we got to have you again. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, yeah, we'll do this again. You know, we yeah. should do it. We should do it when I get my tattoo filled out. I'll okay. the podcast then. Are you getting it up at Morehouse? Oh, yeah. I got it up at Do it while you're getting nailed. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe a tattoo of nails, but I don't think that would be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the weird shit goes on. I'm just saying. <laughs> maybe I don't want to get my tattoo there. <laughs> Why not? I have all, he, he has all of them. I have all of them. I had his very first one. Uh, I had the very first tattoo you ever did. Yeah, so this is my. Irish red. That's what John loves. That's the logo nice. for the Irish red. So I got to fill it in with the 
the Irish flag and everything like that. I'd, when I had it done, it's like, I'm like this is. It was my first tattoo, and I'm like, this is kind of painful. <laughs> and Joanne got one for her mom on her foot. She got a sunflower on her foot, and she's like, she goes, I almost tapped out. That was really painful. <laughs> yeah, feet are. I, I I didn't go there yet, so. Right, anything right on hard shit like that. It's like on bone, they say it's like, yeah, there's nothing. Spine's great, too. Oh, really? Yeah, you feel it all the way back here. It's like. Hey, my, oh. my, my biggest are the back of the arms. That, those hurt so bad. Oh. And underneath. The, oh, and then when, uh, Juan got me right here in the corner of the shoulder. I literally. Of you get the nipples pretty sore, too. All I, all I know is he hit me there, and my head just went back, and he's like, oh, quit being a curl. I mean, Juan's really nice about it. I know that sounds like murder. But no, he's. I've only had one other person tattoo me, but Juan has always made me feel comfortable. And I'm not just saying that because he's a good friend of ours, but yeah, Creative Vibes is just. How do I say it? A nice place. Another great West Reading yeah, business. Another West yeah, Reading yeah. business. So. Well, that's when, when Joanne and I came on the Avenue. We were like, okay, we're going to make a concentrated effort to only shop on the Avenue. Really. Yeah. So we, you know, we shop here at Celtic, Myth uh, and Moonlight next to us, Empire Builders. You know, we, we get stuff from there all the time. We help them back and forth. I actually used to work for the guy who owns Empire Builders. I used to work for his father. Okay. So, um, but yeah, we always try to do everything on the Avenue. That's, that's uh, how many times you've seen me. I yeah. I pretty much live, eat, and fall asleep on this avenue. Yeah. So, and I well, live, Amy came down. She goes, "John's here." I'm like, "John's here." I'm like, "What's John?" <laughs> and I go, and she, she goes, uh, "Amy said, oh, he said he lives here." I'm like, "Oh, that John." <laughs> the, the, a funny story, real quick for everybody. Um, West Reading has uh, two very large festivals over the summer. Uh, one's uh, Arts on the Avenue and the other one is uh, Fall Fest. Well, the one I was helping out um, the local music here, uh, I was working with, uh, oh, his name just escaped me, uh, um, the guitarist of Cheap Trick, uh, Rick Nielsen. And uh, here there it was about to, about to rain and everything like that, and uh, we were moving the, the, where the, the staging was down to Nitro Bar. But here I had to find my wife, so I figured, where else would I go? To this end of, of, of West Reading, the, the six and 700 block, and that's where we normally hang out at. And uh, next thing you know, Mark comes out of nowhere. You, I, I don't know if I told you this story. I'm looking around like I, I lost you know, everything, like trying to find Leanne. And here comes Mark, he grabs me by the shoulders, he goes, uh, I'll lead you to where you gotta go. And he's literally pushing me in the door, I'm like, no, I can't, I'm kind of working. I can't, I can't get drunk and, you know, stand in front of rock and roll royalty and, you know, be like, ah, hi. So. I think they're kind of used to it. Yeah, but I had to keep other people that are, ah, hi, away from it. So, you know. I, I was like, no, but I'll take a glass of water. And he, he really thought there was something wrong with me. He, he looked at me like, is there, is there aliens? <laughs> Are you feeling okay? Tell me, who's holding you? Just wink. But Give me that sign. Where's the gun pointed? <laughs> but uh, I want to thank you, Mark. This has been one of the most fun uh, interviews. Nice. Uh, uh, just We've been wanting to do a brewer, uh, interview a brewer for... Uh, I could since we started this, and everybody seems to flake out on us. But you were no, you you you're flaking, but not flaking out <laughs> on us. So, but uh, want want to thank you. Um, 
Police going to stop out to Willow Creek here on Penn Avenue, 643, 643 Penn Avenue, uh, West Reading, Pennsylvania. Trust me, they're dog friendly. The beer is amazing. Uh, uh, take it from somebody that's drank a lot of it, <laughs> uh, very much of it. And the Did you have the king cake? No, I have not had the king cake. <gasps> the king cake, you get a king cake beer and you get a Foshnot with it. I think I'm going to have that when we're done with this. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> but uh, everybody, please stop out here. Uh, they're pet friendly. Uh, Willow the dog is running around downstairs. Uh, she's really happy to meet you right at the door. So uh, thank you again. And thanks for having me. Not a problem. Thank you guys.